Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi. I've heard lots and lots of bad advice during my life in the media, in the financial media, but I don't think I've ever, ever heard any advice as bad as this. Why take profits when every stock goes up? Every airline goes up 20% every day. You just wake up 20%. Losers take profits. Winners push the chips to the middle and know the seven ain't coming. I should I should be up a billion dollars. I should be up a billion dollars. That's how right I have been about cruises and airlines. They're not just up. They're up a billion percent. I should be up a billion dollars. Well, that is a guy who's gotten a lot of press lately. His name is Dave Portnoy, and his profession is not stock market analyst or professional day trader or economist or whatever. He's not even, you know, he's not in the financial business. Well, he kind of is. He runs a sports betting website called Barstool Sports. Well, it's part sports betting and part just noise. Lots of noise, which is okay. There's noise here. There's noise everywhere. It's all about noise. But Dave has now proclaimed himself to be an expert on investing, and he claims that he is far better at it than Warren Buffett. Although, remember, Dave, Warren's actually a billionaire. He's actually a billionaire. I'm sure you've done very well on your venture, but it doesn't sound like you're a billionaire. And I'm pretty confident you're not going to become a billionaire day trading because no airline stocks do not go up 20% a day. They went up 20% over a couple of days recently, period. Then they went way down and then they bounced up a little bit and they could go back down again, or they could bounce back up or they could go down or we don't know, Dave, none of us know. Do not take advice from that man. <laughs> Don't. This doesn't work. It's gambling. And just because all the sports books are closed, he's moved on to stock gambling. The guy's a gambler, apparently. And gamblers, inevitably, unless they cheat, gamblers almost inevitably end up losing. Unless they just get, guess what? Unless they just get Oh, yeah. Lucky. (laughs) So, Dave, you were lucky. Congratulations on your luck, on your good fortune. Now, do what you said no one should do. Take some profits and go home. Quit betting. Quit gambling. (sighs) Hi. Welcome to Talking Real Money. (laughs) podcast i'm don mcdonald it's nice to have you here and we're going to answer questions for you just like we do all the time you can call 855-935-TALK or you can send a note 
through TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the contact form. And, well, we've got a couple of calls. Let's get one out of the way right now. Hi, Don. I have a question for you. Uh, it's really not a money question, but it maybe it is. We, uh, I'll tell you the story. We have a relative that uh, uh, I'm going to refer to it as end of the line. There's no brothers, no sisters, uh, no kids, nothing. And she made the decision that she wants to leave the house to us. The house is paid off. She's 80 years old, and we're about uh, 66 and 68. We live in Vegas. She lives in New York. Uh, she had done a will with her sister, so the only experience she had uh, in the past was her sister left the house to her, and she will eventually leave the house to us. She wants to leave the house to us. She's kind of, she can't get out of the house. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the, the, the coronavirus. So I'm trying to talk her into doing a living trust. I have one experience with a living trust. My my wife's mother did a living trust when she consequently died. It was real easy uh, to, to to have the paper, the transfer of ownership. Everything was done very seamlessly. We sold the little condo that was about twenty thousand dollars in equity. So I have very positive experience with that. She never used the the the, the will that her. I mean, she hasn't used the will. But the only experience she's ever had is a will. Uh, I believe that the living trust, uh, except for the couple of thousand dollars, the initial cost, it's not much of anything else. The house in New York is probably worth six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars. So, in the case of if it has to be probated, in the case of uh, in the case of a will, and it, it, I believe it has to be probated, ten uh, percent is like sixty thousand dollars or thereabouts. So that's a lot of money that will be lost. And I don't believe that a will is as secure as a living trust. Uh, again, if you want to, if you feel that uh, there's some input you could give on that information, I'd appreciate it. In any case, that's the end of the message. Bye bye. Well, that is for sure a money question because it involves a lot of money. Inheriting a piece of property, and you're talking about a high probate cost state in New York. And, you know, you should probably help her find a good attorney, one with whom she can work at least initially online or over the telephone. It doesn't require any high degree of specialization. This should be a very, very easy trust. But I think it's probably wise in this case to consider a trust. I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving any legal advice, but based on Previous calls, although there haven't there hasn't been one like this in a while, uh, trust makes a lot of sense in this case. So, um, yeah, I would try to help her find a good attorney in New York, somebody who can help her get that written up, forget about the will, and help her make this happen. Because, well, kind of owe it to her. You're the beneficiary of the house, so I would help her make it happen. Thanks so much for the call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And we have a couple of things that were sent in online. One of them was just um, a link to a CNN story about oil. And I think the, the point, oh, I'll read you the note, uh, the subject to CNN reporting. And he says, interesting take. 
The uninformed will take this at face value, though, that oil, because the article says oil has moved $80, okay? And he says that they're going to think oil is up $80, when it really isn't up 80 well, I guess it is up $80 from it being down negative almost $40. So uh, there was a little point at which that happened, but it was an overreaction the other direction. There's still a glut of oil out there. I don't try to predict oil. I don't think anybody should be buying oil. I do have a take on oil because it's not something you should be investing in. That's my take. It's not something you should be thinking about except for what it costs to fill your tank up. And boy, did that go up quickly. I was just driving today and noticed that the gas station near me was $1.65 three weeks ago, and now it's back up to $2 a gallon. Really? You didn't take it to negative when prices were negative, but they're going up a little. Yeah, yeah, I know how it works. All right, so no, don't pay any attention to oil. It's not a place to invest. It's not even a good place to speculate unless you're in the airline business or you're in the oil business. You shouldn't be in it. Uh, let's do another phone call, shall we? 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. Hey, Don, this is Craig, uh, formerly of Puyallup. Now I live across the mountains. You've answered a bunch of my uh, questions on the on the podcast and, and absolutely love the show. Also came and, and met you at Retire Meet. i uh, got a real quick question about tax-managed small cap and uh, – I put in about a hundred grand the day before retire meet uh, into Vanguard, and then uh, you know COVID happened, and I've continued to invest, and and uh, seeing the small caps have taken a hit. That's where a lot of new money has been going. I haven't done anything with uh, you know with the existing investments, but I largely invested uh, based on Merriman's uh, you know ten ten. Uh, fund portfolio and one of those is the tax managed small cap uh so I've, i'm pretty well diversified across international emerging markets small cap value small cap growth international small cap and i'm just i want to better understand the tax managed piece whether or not it would make more sense as that's definitely been the lowest performer of any of the small caps i have uh, whether or not it makes sense just to liquidate that and spread it across the other small cap I already have uh, through Vanguard, uh, again, following the, the Merriman advice there. Uh, and, and part of that is just ignorance and not knowing what the advantages are. Uh, I have a pretty high risk tolerance, took your risk IQ, and it was in the mid to high 70s. Um, and, uh, you know, doing in a pretty comfortable position, so I feel like we can uh, handle the risk and my understanding is that the task managed is a bit less risk uh, than the other small cap investments there, but I would really like to be able to speak intelligently to it and, and better understand it. So uh, any information you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Talk soon. Okay, Craig, we're talking about three different small cap funds from Vanguard. There's the small cap index, which is a combination of growth and value, which covers the, all the bases. Then there's the small cap value index, which is the value side, the uh, lower PE side, the overvalued asset side, or un, I'm sorry, not overvalued, undervalued asset side. And then there's the tax managed small cap, which is a bit anomalous, a bit anomalous. It's funny. The, uh, the, the only way you can really tax manage a small company fund uh, 
because there aren't dividends to avoid, is to just do a lot of tax loss selling along the way to offset gains when you sell. Because you only realize a gain when you sell. If you just hold the stock, you don't have a gain. So the small cap regular funds are actually very tax efficient because their turnover is so low. It's interesting. The small cap value fund last year had about a 9% turnover. It means they sold 9% of the portfolio, whereas the tax managed portfolio ended up selling 53%. They had a turnover of 53%, which tells you they did a lot of tax loss selling to offset some gains. So they realized some losses. And in that area, I just don't see an advantage to having a tax-managed small cap. Tax-managed funds, one, are only for accounts outside of IRAs or 401ks or 403bs, the non-tax-advantaged accounts. But generally, you want to look for a tax-managed account when you have an account that either has high dividends or a lot of capital gains along the way, and index funds tend not to have that anyway, so... Probably not necessary. I'd probably just own the tax manage, not the tax manager, the small cap value index. Because we want a small and a value tilt. That's a good way to get it. And that's one of the things that Paul believes in. Again, our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And if you guys missed it, we're doing, and it was really good. It was really fun. We're doing another bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciary class on july 1st because it was so popular we had a ton of people show up and a lot of people who said well i couldn't make it can you do it again so we're doing it again uh go sign up for it at talkingrealmoney.com just click on the events button that's talkingrealmoney.com and remember to call anytime 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 or send your question in via talkingrealmoney.com and oh also because it is Friday, Tom and I will be doing the live show on the radio tomorrow from 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific, and you can call that exact same number and talk with us live, 855-935-8255. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Have a great one. Talk to you really soon. I'm Don McDonald. Talking real money. Realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.